All right, here we are, we're live. Sorry, we're two minutes late. We just had a few little technical hitches. How good is technology, hey? Technology. Um, welcome to episode three of More and Stronger and ISO. Uh, if you're watching live now, thanks for joining us. If you're listening on the podcast later, thanks for listening in. Um, G, how's it all going in the Mork household this uh, week? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, uh, so just a bit of an update. I know you've been hanging out just yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. hear about what's yeah, going on been... with uh, haircuts and moustaches. And as you can see, my mo is still growing. We finally went ahead with Jet's haircut. I'm going to walk out of the camera and just show you. Hope well, you, you say, see. I mean, you say we, but it's, I mean. Hey, look, hey. It's, Katie did the lion's share of the I work. You, I don't know if you can see this. I might put this up later on. I don't know if you can see what that looks like but it worked we did get jet in the back of his head and yeah. i'm very proud of my boy who uh who agreed to get a pretty fresh haircut so uh i'm pretty excited by that haircut so yeah we um yeah well done it happened yeah it happened so uh yeah uh, and i just want to say big congratulations to you you did a good time the day 10, 10k run oh uh, yeah thank you yeah yeah you gotta run just doing what i can hitting time? middle age hey your best time i hear Yep, hit a PB, so that's great. Yep, so that's um, it's good. I also ran pace car for for Faf Olidiz Marathon for about five k's, and then I just ran home. <laughs> yes. But um, anyways, that was still fun though. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's been good. Any, been a good uh, week. Any more Harper stories for us this week? Right, there's always Harper stories. It's just so much banter. I think I was saying it. It's because it's partly because she's got her words. She's got more words than she can handle. She's like a kid with a broadsword. Yes. But the other day. Uh, so at night, I tell her a story before she goes to bed. Yeah. And so she just has to tell me what's it going to be about and what are the names. Yep. And it, which is also great because she just come up with whatever, whatever feels good to say. Yep. Like it'd be a fox named Kalekaleto or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just do what she feels. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So she's right in the moment. And I, I told her one story. And she's like, and she gets five questions after the story. They're like comprehension questions. Yeah. She's just trying to drag it out. Like yeah, she's just, just dragging out bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, she's yep, smart. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but she wanted like a six, then she wanted like an extra story. I was like, no, it's like, it's bedtime. It's sleep time. You need to go to sleep now. Yep. And she went, dad, you are not God. You're just, <laughs> you're just my father. <laughs> and I, which I mean, theologically I can't just argue correct. with, but also but just in do case, what I say. Just in case you yeah. didn't know, you're not God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to correct Just to put me in my place. Yeah. You're just a human dad. Yeah. You so, you know, it was, it was humbling. So Good on her. Bless. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But no, so it's been, yeah, it's been good. How, um, um, how have your uh, times in the Word been over the last week? Yeah. How would you go with resting last week? Yeah, rest was, yeah, I think it was okay. I, I can't recall. My time in the Word, though, has been really good. I'm sitting mm. in Psalm 23 at the moment, mm. which I'm really enjoying. and just trying to do a, 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 a sentence at a time and reflecting on that. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. Mm. I shall not be in want. And I like that mm. idea that the Lord is my shepherd, he shall provide, he will provide all that I need. Mm. I'm just trying to really think on that, pray over that, which is pretty cool. Um, so I've been in that for the last few days and, and looking forward to, to, to walk, sitting in that more and more and more. So that's mm. been great. How about mm. you? Well, I've, because I, I, so I'm doing that Bible in a year thing and it's four chapters a day. Yeah. But I got to that section in Isaiah, so f- kind of 40 to 44. Yep. And, um, and I just slowed down in it. I just, like, it was so good. I just wanted to sit, sit in it a bit longer. But now I'm, like, 10 chapters behind. you got to play catch-up. I feel the stress of that at the same time as wanting to, like, 
I mean, to remember that, that like the whole reason I'm doing this is to like yeah. to commune with God and whatever. But yeah, there's also that sense of like, I feel like it's a freight train. Like you hop off for a stop and it's like it's already gone. Catch up while we're Yeah. So no, so that was that was just been really good. So sitting in Isaiah and then um, rest wise, like we had a good day of rest on Saturday. Yep. We went out, did a big long sort of walk and ride. Just you know, ambled about. Had a pretty slow afternoon. Watched a movie. Yeah. So where'd it was all, you, it was all pretty good. Uh, we, went out, we went out to this park, like, I don't know what it's called now or whatever, but just like a big park where I could ride around on paths yeah, cool. and there were all these little gardens and things. We did a ride on your recommendation to Barangaroo and got short oh, yeah. stop donuts. Yeah, so it was open this week. It was open. Yeah, okay. Well, last week was Anzac Day, I forgot. And uh, Anzac yeah, Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. This week yeah, and yeah. got donuts yeah. and, yeah. It's great. And it really cancels out the ride, doesn't it? Because it does. you're probably, <laughs> you're probably <laughs> hitting like about whatever it is, 500 calories a donut yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm going to do donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's neutral. It's a carbon-neutral <laughs> activity. For also, calories. I want to say quick happy birthday to Claire Morris. It's Claire yeah, Morris' happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Claire. May the 4th, right? May the 4th. Oh, uh, yeah. It should be the easiest one to remember. Yeah, so it's her birthday. So big happy birthday to Claire Morris. Um, yeah, nice. Having a great day. Mm. Uh, but we are looking at the third habit today, aren't we? Mm. Um, church community, mm. um, which is pretty cool. Um, I, I love the church. I'm thinking. Of, I'm, I'm passionate about the church and doctrine of church. Um, but we're in a really funny time with not being able to meet physically mm. together. Mm. Um, uh, what, what do you think, as we think and reflect on this time that God is teaching us, the, teaching the church during this time about church community? Well, like, lots of people are writing stuff on this yeah. because obviously, like, I mean, yeah, it hit churches, you know, reasonably early on in terms of restrictions, particularly like Sunday gatherings. Yeah. And so there's a lot of talk, maybe still is, of like the idea that this will be the end of like consumer church yeah. because when you can no longer gather on a Sunday, like people have to own their own faith a little more and that sort of thing. And I, I definitely think it's a unique opportunity to stop and reflect on our own presuppositions about church yep. our theology of church i don't think this crisis alone is going to be enough yep. to really significantly reshape how people think about church or particularly to, to break out of the consumer mindset yep. and so i'd be i'd be surprised if it's an automatic change but that that might be a deep spiritual work that god does during this time um but it, I think it's probably, I think it's still, like we were saying in the first podcast, I think it could go either way. I think the church will either come out of this more consumeristic because now churches are all going online and they're pushing all their resources yeah. online and, and trying to, um, and it's a genuine expression of church community to be able to communicate in this way. Yeah. And it was same in, you know, with the early church, they yeah. just used, you know, papyrus and whatever, but, um, and that was their way of connecting with a church that was where you were socially distant yeah but um there's every chance that that people could walk out of this really like more consumeristic you yep. can it's it takes so little now yep. to to participate in church life that people could be pretty happy with that i get you know i get some teaching i kind of i get to hear some worship or whatever it is and um and so it could go that way. Yeah. And then the flip side is it could go the other way, that it's, it's a time... It's funny because I was yesterday, I was the first time ever I'd been at home mm. during this online service and I got experience of my church. Yeah. I had my cup of tea, I had my toast yeah. and bruschetta. That's I nice. Sit down and yeah. I, yeah. And I could just watch and I could just 
come in and out if I wanted yeah. to and go on. It's easy. It's it some low-cost Christianity. It really yeah. is, yeah. man. I, I can understand what you're saying. It could actually feed into consumers even more, right? Yeah, you can church shop more. You right. can compare more. Like, Ooh, there are a lot more. Churches. We totally. can go and watch what, what other churches yeah. are doing for five minutes, duck your head in, duck out again, no one knows you're there. Yeah. It's easy, right? So, I definitely, I don't think it'll be automatic. And I think also, I mean, like, quoting, it's, it's interesting reading Bonhoeffer, and yeah. I know I quoted him the first week. I've got a bunch lined up for today, so just be ready for that. It's going to get real German in here. Um, but he's, he, like in that first week, we looked at that idea of when he says, let him who cannot be alone beware of community. The idea of like, if you don't have your own faith, a, a, a faith community that you're a part of the church is not going to make up for a lack of personal faith. You'll stand before God on the last yeah. day to give an account, yeah. and Christ is our only plea. Um, but the, he then goes on and says the flip side. He says, let him who is not in community beware of being alone. Mm. And the sense that... Um, that actually, if you're quite comfortable being alone and your faith is basically a private faith between you and God, you should be wary as well that yeah. that's a deficient theology also. Yeah. Um, and so this will be a time when after this, it'll be a chance to opt back in. And for those who are like quite happy just to, to draw a line in it and be like, ah, I've, I've kind of got my, my thing going on. Yeah. Um, there'll be more of a chance to do that than ever. Yeah. But then I guess there's also a chance then to really step in and to be like, all right, I I I see the beauty of the biblical vision of of church, and that's what I want to press into. And we've had a time where we couldn't do that. Yeah. And um and now there's a, a deeper hunger than ever. Totally. And it's that thing of you don't know what it's got till it's gone, right? We can mm. take for granted coming on a Sunday and going through the motions, but we we don't we don't have it. We miss it. And that's mm. that's the hope we have on the other side, mm. right? For sure. Uh, why do why do you think it's so hard to break consumeristic beliefs? Like I th- I think because I see it on myself like. In a in a Western society, our most natural way of relating to a group of like forty or more people yep. is pretty much consumeristic. Yeah, but that's that's the the mode that we settle into. The difference maybe in the last little while is there's definitely community is a buzzword. And, yeah, it is. And people love the idea of community. Mm. So even like uh, I saw an article on the difference between the British office and the American office. Yeah. So David, uh, David Brent, um, Ricky Gervais, who wrote The British Office, specifically talks about the reason he wrote it was he was just reflecting on how ironic it was that work is a place where you spend most of your life and it's mm. around people that you really wouldn't choose to be around. Yeah. And so it did have a kind of a misanthropic kind of tone to it. Like the people just don't like each other. Yeah. They're superficially, they get on, but they deeply don't like each other. Yep. But then the American office was the opposite. So they have these superficial conflicts that are funny and whatnot. But when it comes down to it, they actually really love each other and yeah. they're there for each other in really key moments. And yeah. there's like a real kind of sin- sincerity to it. And same with like Parks and Rec or Community or other sort yeah. of similar kind of series that they have this underlying idea of like, look how beautiful it is when a bunch of like weird, odd people actually really love each other and they're a genuine community for each other. Yeah. So there's a desire for community, but I think it's the idea that the often the idea of something is more enjoyable than the reality. Yeah. Or, or at least the steps it takes to get there. Yeah. So again, like Bonhoeffer says, um, he who loves the dream of Christian community more than the community himself, uh, more than the community itself becomes a destroyer of the latter, even though his personal intentions may, ne- may be ever so honest and earnest and sacrificial. And so like even in a, you know, Germany in the 1920s was not as consumeristic as we are now. But even there, you could, the, the principle was still there, that yeah. people would like the idea of a church yeah. community more than the realities of getting on with people who are just different or 
boring or annoying or yeah. frustrating or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I guess for being back for you, like as you reflect on this time, yeah. what do you feel are the, are the realizations it would take for the, for the church to deeply change? Yeah, I think um, yeah, when, you read the, when you read the scriptures, you see that Jesus calls the church his bride. Like mm. he, he loves it so much he bled for it, he mm. died for it. And you see that you know, in, in Ephesians 5 where that illustration of marriage in the church and, and Jesus just sees his, his bride, not its brokenness, but still sees it as, as the thing that he lays his life down for. Mm. And part of the church, of the bride of Christ, is that we gather together. Mm. And so I think it's having a renewed sense of how much Jesus sees the church mm. and us being like him have the same heart for the church as he does. Mm. But I think he, along with that, that the church... Um, is is given to us as a gift from God by mm. God to one help the gospel to get to the nations. Mm. So you know that, that's that that cheesy line. The, the the local churches are hope of the world, mm. really, because we've been given the gospel and we're called to go uh, and make disciples. And people can, can uh, come and also see the gospel at work in the church community, but also we are called to go out from the church and share the, share the hope of the, 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 of the word that we have. Mm. And so seeing the importance of that in the missional sense, mm. but also I would say we need to see how crucial and vital that the church is in our own growth. Mm. So I, I love that line that, that the church is God's greenhouse for growth. It's, it's in the church gathering mm. and in the church that we learn to love one another, to pray, to worship, to hear the word, all those sort of things. God's saying, you want to grow as, my, as, as a follower of mine? I'm going to give you the gift of the church to help you to do that. It's mm. not secondary. It's not our oh, church is an option. You are saved into the church family. And mm. part of that is you gather and, you, and I think when we have that view of church as God does, mm. I think that's going to transform how we see our Sunday mornings. It's going to transform how we see our small groups. Mm. There's a cool line from Donald Whitney that talks about, and this has been my experience, it's not a biblical idea, it's my experience, of that God speaks to us differently when we're in the gathered church than, we do, than when He does when by ourselves. Mm. It's often when I'm here, uh, I'm here on a Sunday, and I've, I've heard... Um, someone share a, a, a word from the front that I've read the same text I'm like that's so different or mm. I'm singing songs with the saints at City Light and I'm singing and my heart is moved to either to con convicting my sin or, the, mm. or, or, or grace and mm. I'm standing side by side with brothers and sisters saying how good is this this is a taste of heaven mm. I think it's a renewed it's a renewed vision of seeing Christ's vision of the church, which is it's going to change us deep down. Mm. Like this stuff with COVID, yes, it will, may, it will may, may or may not, but it's going to be the spirit that changes us to see, mm. hey, God loves the church. Mm. Do you love it? And mm. you see it as essential. I think that's that's my desire, mm. really, um, going forward, yeah. Yeah, and when you start to see it as like, uh, it's not just what I can get out of it. It's like God has, has a work to do through me for others and then yeah. likewise the other way yeah yeah is, is, is it, is it, i'm going to say it's virgin because it might, might not why not you it's know always, it's always virgin. he's not going to call you out yeah, is he so virgin or who knows yeah uh but the church is the dearest place on earth yeah do we believe mm. that mm. it's a taste of heaven here and mm. now and I think we can come and drag our feet and, and, and be bored by it and whatever. But it's not God's vision of that. Mm. And I just think uh, my hope is that we start to see it as a gift from God um, for our growth and for the hope of the world to see the gospel go out. Mm. Yeah. So mm. that's my hope. Mm. Um, what, I think this is my question, what are your hopes on the other side of this? 
um, for the church on the other side of what we can gather back together again. Yeah, I think like, I mean, like you're saying that there'd be a deep, like a, a savoring of being able to see one another face to face. Yeah. I'm going to quote this guy called Bonhoeffer because I, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of him or anything. Is he German? <laughs> but um, he writes, so this is in Life Together. He says, so between the death of Christ and the last day, it is only by a gracious anticipation of the last things that Christians are privileged to live in visible fellowship with each other. It is by the grace of God that a congregation is permitted to gather visibly in this world to share God's word and sacrament. Not all Christians receive this blessing. The imprisoned, the sick, the scattered, lonely, the proclaimers of the gospel in faraway lands stand alone. And I guess people in isolation. They know the visible fellowship is a blessing. And he goes on to, to quote multiple scriptures about you know the psalmists kind of longing to gather with God's people, yeah. of like the writers of the epistles saying, I long to see you face to face. And so one hope would be, and you can see it, like, I don't know, we've found it with um, our missional community. You see with the, the comments for the online service, there's, there is this, like, you know, distance makes the heart grow fond, that yeah. we really do want to see one another. Um, and so my hope and prayer would be that, that that translates into a long-term desire to gather with one another, to see that actually this is a, a privilege that God yeah. has given us, and it's not one to take for granted. Yeah. Um, so I think there's that. I think the other one would be... Um, yeah, just that the, there'd be a um, right now. There's a heightened awareness of that we need to be there for one another. Yeah, and then once those pressures disappear, sometimes that urgency mm. evaporates as well. Yep, but that we would be compelled by love, like it says in scripture, like you know, in in one John three, where he's saying that um, it, this is love that we would actually lay our lives down for one another. Yeah. Christ is our example, and that um, that we're called to do that. And so we see it now that we're we're feeling the needs a bit more, even yeah. just the need for personal visitation just to see someone face to face is such a like a treasure right now yeah but that we wouldn't lose that the wonder of that on the other side of things so that's that's something i'd love to see continue yeah what about, what about you like um well maybe even before we get to your hopes for things on the other side like things we could be doing right now yeah. to express community when we can't be face to face so it's not the same can't yeah. pretend it's the same but what is what are some you know, like the online church, meeting on Zoom, these are genuine expressions of Christian yeah. community, yeah. just mediated through technology. Yeah. What are some ways that we can be, you know, doing I what we can? I think like you were just saying, I think in you look in Hebrews as well, there's often that line of you get Hebrews 10, I think it's 10.24, do not give up meeting together, mm. um, but all the more you see the day approaching. Mm. And there's this link between, in, in Hebrews and I think the scriptures of gathering together so that we encourage one another mm. in light of eternity coming. And so I think that even though we can't see each other face to face, we are still brothers and sisters in Christ mm. and we are still called to encourage one another. And so I think there are things we can still be doing like, you know, an old-fashioned old phone call, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a chat to them. Yeah. How long, how long have we done that? And just mm. press some buttons and said, hey, you know, mm. hey, guys, I want to say how you're doing. Yeah. Sitting, you know, I think... And you have to address it really, don't you? Because at some point, they're going to be like, so what are you calling, are about? You calling about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just wanted... Um, I don't yeah. know, hang up. No, I don't yeah. know. Like, it's that. We want to we wanna just reach out to people. I even yeah. think for me, how, how lovely is it when you get a text message from someone saying they prayed for you? Yeah. That takes you all of 30 seconds to type a text message. Mm. And if you have predictive text, 10 seconds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you or if you have my phone, 18 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, or you can just give in cut and paste text, whatever. But I just yeah. think even the thought of someone thinking that I, they're praying for me and they thought of me, 
it, that's that's amazing. Mm. There are little things you can do to, for people. I heard someone this week. How cool is this? I heard of an M- some MC leaders who, to love their group, drove around to everyone's house and dropped a bunch of flowers and chocolate on their doorstep. This oh, week. making us all look bad. Right. I know, and I heard that. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, right. Well, I got to get out of there this yeah. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, yeah, and, that's cool. Amazing leaders, right? Yeah. Doing that and just saying, hey, we love you, and they knew people mm. in their group were just find a bit hard, mm. and so they they drove around with with kids in their back seats mm. at dinner time and dropped flowers and chocolates around to the house. Wow, yeah. That's just, that's church community. I think that's mm. just saying, hey, we love you, we're here for you. Mm. There are things you can do that, that, are, that are quite easy or driving to someone's house, mm. I think, to keep church community going so that we encourage one another as mm. we see the day approaching, I think. Yeah. yeah. And especially even just thinking of like, if someone comes to mind, you haven't seen them for a while, don't yeah. know how they're doing, just to like, Send out that text. Yeah. Take as a prompting from the Holy Spirit. Right. Um, and no one's ever going to say, why are you texting me? Stop it, you weirdo. Like, yeah, you yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, right? I don't know if they do. That would be pretty funny. You can share <laughs> that maybe on the comments below. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think um, I think that's, we are still, we are still the church and the church gathers, but we are still the church. We're still brothers and sisters in Christ, mm. even though we can't see each other. It makes it the next step removed, mm. but we're still called to love one another and spur one another on during yeah. this time, I yeah. think. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, look, any, um, any last thoughts then on, um, on just things that would be an encouragement? Like I know you read from Hebrews 10 before, and I, I, you feel it at the moment. I think one of the things that people need the most is just encouragement. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're starved for it. Yep. I mean, any other just encouragements for the church to, to press on at this time for Jesus? One of our goals with doing this was to see no one left behind, to see the church actually be spiritually stronger through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any final encouragements before we kind of wrap up our yeah, time? Yeah, I, I would say, like we were just saying, then is that idea of um, that let, let's see each other as as our responsibility. Mm. Um, so if if someone in the MC is not turning or smoke's not turning up, make it make it your responsibility. You text them and say, "Hey, how are you doing?" And reach mm. out to them. Mm. So I love that line: "No one left behind." Mm. It reminds me of the Trolls movie, but that's <laughs> fine. So I'm no soul left behind. Well, we can yeah. call it that, right? But I just think that idea of let's let's be we're we're in this together. That's the mm. church. We are one body, mm. which which Corinthian talks about. We're mm. a body together, um, and, uh, and that's we're, we're called to love one another. And so I would encourage us to to reach out to people during mm. this time. Send a text message you haven't. Send a Facebook message, whatever it is. Um, but let's look out for one another. Mm. I, I, you know, I think we want to talk about that idea of no one left behind, and we're trying to work out um, are people you know um, watching the online services or not. But in your small groups, look out for people. I mm. would say, um, and and let's be the church when we can't actually be the church in a sense, right? Mm. But let, yeah. Let's keep doing that. Mm. And so when we get to the other side, when we start gathering again, uh, gathering again, we're almost on a on a on a good playing field. To kick on yeah yeah i, lo- I loved what couple right? was saying yesterday about not coming out of isolation limping out yeah i kind of had this like vision of like the darkness lifting and everyone kind of coming out rubbing their eyes and that sort of thing but like the idea of not limping out of isolation kind of spiritually anemic but actually strong ready to go yeah full of the love of christ and love right. for one another ready to take the gospel out yeah 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 that'd be great so i think that's that's what i'm really hoping for the side of this so yeah great all right well let's finish it there and um Tomorrow. next week 
Oh, tomorrow, yes, yeah, yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. So tomorrow we have a bit of a treat. Uh, a really good friend of mine, a guy who's been huge in my life, instrumental, a guy that I think is one of the most wisest, godliest men. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing him live on the Facebook page tomorrow. Public, yeah, the public, the public page, page. Not this group, but the public page. Grant Bickerton. So people can invite along to this? Yep, invite. I think we're going to ask you if you want to have questions. So Grant Bickerton is the guy's name. He's a clinical psychologist follower of Jesus, um, done a lot of work in um, pastoral burnout. Um, he's involved with student life. He's, he's got a mission heart. Mm. Um, but really, I'm going to try and push in tomorrow and ask a lot of questions around anxiety, around depression, around mm. how people are coping, what his tips are in this time. Mm. He might have said a video in the group, um, which, which he, we posted a little while ago. So mm. do you have questions around, around anything to do with that? Throw them up. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. So what time tomorrow? 12 o'clock. So midday on the dot. Yep public facebook page that's right you can invite people to tune in as well that's right yep should be great it should be a really good time so similar to mark stevens interview like that with grant but a bit longer i'm really looking forward to talking to him so great that's tomorrow. all right that's tomorrow and then next week we're back with episode four more and stronger and iso which is which is stewardship stewardship which i know doesn't seem that pertinent for this time but it is <laughs> it's great <laughs> all right, all right sweet. see ya we'll catch you then Bye.